Hello, and welcome to Soundwave. Soundwave. It's like we never left. We were always here. <laughs> he never lets us leave, is what it really boils down to. We Casey, never get to go. Casey leaves us locked in here. Uh, well, actually, not you. Welcome back to uh, the show, Rick. Yeah. You're re- you look like you've uh, recovered very well from Ricket Rabies. I... <laughs> frothing of the crotch yeah yeah my uh it it stopped frothing uh, about a week ago uh this is just kind of the the end bubbling that i had to deal with <laughs> gross <laughs> bubbling adjusting mic sorry listeners well seriously welcome back to Soundwave. we're glad you're listening we're happy to be here because we can't leave so we have no choice you'll notice there's a distinct absence of casey um mm-hmm. he uh Mm. Turns out he hates us now. Well, I shouldn't have murdered his family. Yeah, that's that's why he hates us. Yeah. But but you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. So. Carlos is still dead. He the conspiracy the conspiracy never, theories continue to roll in. He doesn't seem like he's ever going to regenerate and come back to life. No, that poor guy. Every episode that you're hearing, shockingly, but where he's on it, like even console cowboys and everything, shockingly, he's dead. Yeah. It's hard to believe because they're talking about recently released games. And uh, it's a dead man that you're listening to talk about them. Yeah, they just, it was really well done pre-recording. It's like, he's like Tupac, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even better than Tupac. Carlos is like the next Tupac. I'm oh, saying it here. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. Tupac's dad. And as you probably can figure, Matt Evenson is still off in Japan uh, defending the locals from invasions of space aliens. Yeah. And Tremors. Basically. But you're in luck. I am your host, Brandon. And yeah. I'm Rick. He's Rick. I'm a co host. Yeah, you're one of those things. Mm-hmm. You're a creature of co hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to jump right into it. Today is uh, roughly around October 10th, if you're listening to it on October 10th. Good for you. You're on the ball. If you're listening to it uh, after October 10th, I'll give you three days before I call you lazy. Um, we have some recent releases that were just dropped here on October 8th. Uh, Dance Gavin Dance has a new album, apparently, called Acceptance Speech. Uh, of Montreal released uh, an album called Lousy with Sylvan Briar. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right yeah, or not. I don't, I don't really care. What's a Sylvan Briar? Don't know, but Of Montreal is lousy with it. I guess. Oh, that's loud. Let's move the mic a little bit. There we go. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. That was That was dumb. Uh, Panic at the Disco released a new album called Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. Good album name. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, uh, in fact, just for good measure, I'm going to pop into iTunes and take a look at it. What's the last Panic at the Disco song that was big? I uh, Nothing ever. Well, no, they had that, <laughs> like, uh, I chimed in with a hand. Yeah, I don't even remember the name of that song. What is that? Mm, I don't know. Does it matter? It's something. <laughs> I mean, I could find out if oh, I really I, was curious, but... I write since not tragedies, right? Sure. I think that's the name of the song. Well, this is the new song, Miss Jackson. It's apparently the... It's the most popular song on the new album, Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die, according to iTunes. I don't know so how much Ms. you trust Jackson? it. Ooh.
Well, that's that. I, you know what? To me, it kind of sounds like they went the way of. I mean, I guess it's just one guy at this point, but it sounds like it went the way of Fallout Boy. Just really, like narcissistic hip pop. Yeah, I don't know. Not hip hop, hip pop, where it's just too mainstream sounding. What just happened did not interest me at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, let's see what else came out recently. Mayday Parade has a new album called Monsters in the Closet. Um, I used to listen to them. They had a song called Black Cat I really liked. So, it's secretly gay monsters. You heard it here first. Mayday Parade are secretly gay monsters. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. Hey, I'm, I'm on board with you. I'm just going to back you up on that because I don't want you to be alone with that. Thanks, man. Uh, here's the new song, or one of the more popular songs according to iTunes... There's a couple on here. Girls by Mated Parade on the album Monsters in the Closet. So gay monsters write about girls. I'm just going to stop it there. That's, that's, that's enough of that. That's not all that secretly gay. <laughs> He sounds a little gay. That's really bad to say. I'm sorry. I take it back. He doesn't sound like too much of a raging homo. Um, just I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm not. I hate homos. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, <laughs> we already lost the gay audience. You'd be pretty much ago. dead. No, no. So there's, it doesn't matter. There's really very little hate going on here. We save all the hate for the Department of Offense. Although all they do really on that show now is get drunk <laughs> and talk about getting drunk. Uh, oh, that's pretty offensive. Ah, fuck those guys. Okay. I mean, not okay as in I'm going to do that. Casey's going to kick me off the podcast. Sure, why not? Also, um, maybe we'll lose our show if we talk about this, but Miley Cyrus has a new album called Bangers. Oh, yes. I was waiting for that one. Um, we all were. We've all been very excited for the new Miley Cyrus album, um, awaiting it with anxious hearts when we saw... Her stirring performance at the VMAs, yeah, I, with Alan Thicke's son, Robin. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was really happy she did a family performance. You know, wholesome. Yeah. Well, that's about enough. Of that. I'm gonna. <laughs> what is that? That's her. <laughs> that's her big single, "Wrecking Ball." Which, uh, uh, the video for which had her basically nude on top of a wrecking ball in dirty white underpants. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just topless and dirty white underpants. It. And there wasn't much of her twerking in that music video, though, at least. So there's something to be said for that. That's a positive. Yeah. But what is up with her? Uh, I don't know. I feel kind of bad for what Billy Ray. It, what is it with famous kids? that have to grow up and just be fucking horrible. I, I don't know. I'm kind of... I'd like to say I'm desensitized to it, but every time it happens again, whereas like now with Lindsay Lohan and stuff, it's kind of like, oh, it's charming how crazy she is. Yeah. And uh, Amanda Bynes, like she's a whole different brand of lunacy. Yeah. I'm over it. But, but like what, she like Miley Cyrus disturbs me. Yeah, that's what gets me so hard about Miley Cyrus. Gets you hard. 
came in like a wrecking ball. That's definitely not what I meant, because there's nothing about that that interests me sexually. Um, but no, seriously, she... Her twerking gave me an inrection. Yeah, direction. <laughs> um, direction. No, I didn't lose my cock. It just went in. Like, yeah. Like it sucked into know. my body. I don't know, but just what's so disturbing about her <sighs> is that maybe those other girls are just kind of crazy, and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But with her, it's it's like she's trying to be gross. Well, it's like she shoves her tongue out of her face like, like she's trying to be Gene Simmons, but when Gene Simmons did it, it was a trademark. When she does it, it just looks like, pick up your tongue, Fido. Yeah, it's... Quit she's, shaking she's, your butt. You don't have one. You are like the whitest of white. Yeah, she's trying to disgust people, and that's just weird to me. She's trying to shock. Like, she's trying to outdo Lady Gaga. That was a gross burp. <laughs> she's trying to outdo Lady Gaga's meat suit or whatever. Uh, a- and at this point, Lady Gaga is actually kind of respectable as an artist where she's like really into giving back to her fans and everything, and she seems slightly less crazy. Yeah, I haven't And heard Miley Cyrus is crazy. like completely flip-flopped yeah whereas like miley cyrus is like trying to jump into the hip-hop scene talking about partying and everything when like what was it like two years ago she had like a lot of anti-partying statements and like i'll never be caught using drugs and yeah now she's singing about it actually you know what um i talked i'm talking to my butt here i don't know about that song i was talking about or talking to my little brother about doing podcasts on here andy and then i told him i'd give him a shout out this is the perfect time to do it because he used to watch the miley cyrus show Hannah Montana? Yeah, or whatever. I don't know what it was called. It was called Hannah Montana. But I I feel like this is probably the most embarrassing shout-out I can give him. So Yeah. He used to watch that. Macho Man Andy. She seemed so normal. Yeah. She did seem... Mr. Army. She seemed very wholesome back when. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she seemed like... Disney wholesome. Like, that that girl's gonna finally be something that is not disgusting and way off. Well... Look, the same thing happened to Justin Bieber. He's equally crazy, but like teen boy in like a teen boy fashion. Yeah. Like where he started out, he was like a really, I mean, say what you will about uh, about Justin Bieber, but he's talented. And when he first came on the scene, he was like this wholesome little kid. Like he He was, was, he was not. It's like, wow, this kid really can sing. And he's clearly got a good team of people working with him to get him better and better. And now he's like some kind of douchey looking teenager who wears his hat like six inches off the top of his head yeah. his pants are like around his thighs and he's got like these huge muscle men carrying him up the great wall of china i saw the picture yeah when when it, when he first came out i was like well not interested in that don't really care <laughs> like but i wasn't attacking him and now he's he's a douche he looks like a stereotypical douche at this but point. he is one too who buys yeah. a chrome car oh that's that's real yeah, he, did, he, did he that? bought like a two million dollar chrome car. Wow, that kid's maybe a cock. It wasn't two million. It was like two hundred thousand. But that, still, that that kid is is Who is, does is, that? is a, it's a it's like a big fucking mirror with wheels. <laughs> it's what it looks like. I I mean, still good on the kid for the way that he came into everything. I just I don't like when I see these people turn like have fame turn them into enormous douche nozzles. Yeah, that's sad. But uh, there you know, there was one other big recent release that I know. Gave you, uh, turned your direction into an erection. Yeah. Um, I have to do one quick little switch. Why don't you preface this, Rick? Yeah. Uh, a, a, a day to remember. You you remember what we're talking about, right? <laughs> a day to remember released a new album, uh, two days ago on the 8th called Common Courtesy. And 
they they have a lot of variety on this album and i wanted to play like three songs off of that i'll allow it parts of three songs to kind of show the verse the more versatility they've thrown into this album so this song is called sometimes you're the hammer sometimes you're the nail are you ready for this to play you are you are clear for takeoff all right i'm good to go Started. Is it supposed to sound like that? Yeah. There it is. Meaty. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a lot like. Um, it's 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 very a day to remember. Yeah, it uh, sounds like it sounds like a day to remember. Yep, it, <laughs> and it is. Go figure, right? So, that's a. Uh, that's that's that. Uh, hang on, I'm I'm gonna pull up the, next, uh, one. Sure. Uh, you know I. I we were talking about this earlier, and I think we've probably talked about it on the podcast before too on Soundwave. But I'm a big fan of their second to last album, Homesick. Yeah, like that might be one of my favorite albums. Yeah, that's ever. A, it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so then this next song is called "I Surrender," okay. and it's a it's. I think a day to remember has their heaviest and their softest they've ever done on this album. Ooh, this is part of their softest. Okay. It's a really it's really well done though. You ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to go. This is like the chorus. Okay. This is this is almost like poppy. I like it. It's it's really good. It's kind of crazy to hear his voice out of context of like the heaviness. Yeah. Or even just acoustic, but to actually hear it in like a kind of a poppy sounding song. Yeah. They pull it off. They they do it really well. Um, it's it's a good song. And then uh, so then I'm gonna hit the the next song. Sure. And this is where this is the song I'm gonna play the longest piece of because it's it's called uh, "End of Me." And it is so not not a day to remember. Yeah. But it's it's still really good and I really like it. So um yeah. So this this song's end of me. Are you ready for it? <laughs> We're messing You're clear. With, we're messing with the soundboard. Yeah. Okay. It's good to go. Well, 
Jesus. Yeah. That's the name I remember. That's Jeremy McDonald's voice. This doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard them do. No, it's not like anything they've done. This I love is, it. This is... This, when I first heard it, it reminded me of a band you really like, Nine Lashes. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It reminded me a lot of that. Like, it's... So, see, like, as you... Just kind of like meaty rock. Yeah. It's, but it's not, really, like, it's not, like, not, like, angry. Yeah, it's really well done. I like... I'd be sucked I'd be sucked into listening to the whole song if I didn't stop it. Yeah, yet. it's just crazy that that's his voice. Yeah, that's I mean that's hard to believe. I don't know that I've heard a song really like that though where it's like this kind of really somber, intimate like but it's still really meaty on the chorus. Yeah. Oh, they they That's just, good. I'm excited just, to listen to that. They just do a simple like Can I have the cable back though? Yeah, they just do a simple oh, bass drum transition. And then it's heavy, and then they just kind of... It's really simple transitions, but it's its just well thought out. Yeah. Now... And that just kind of illustrates they're, they're really mixing it up on this album. Um, now, what? Um, now, that's not an album... Like, this is... Uh, uh, what, what's the album called again? Uh, Common Courtesy. Common Courtesy. Now, that's not available on iTunes, is it? Uh, no, that's that's not available on iTunes, and that's that's another thing we're going to cover on this. Um, and oh, by the way, this is the essential album of the week. If you can't figure, that's why we're talking about it extensively. I yeah, I don't think we actually said that. Um, but yeah, I, I was talking to you earlier, and you wanted me to save this news for the podcast. Yeah, blow me away. And what happened is this is not available on iTunes or as far as I know, you can't buy it on Amazon. It's not available anywhere except for through the band's website. And the reason is because they're in a lawsuit with Victory. They're suing Victory um, because they decided they don't want to be on Victory because Victory was not giving them money for merchandise. Like, their stuff was selling. And, well, I guess they were getting a small percentage, but it was like... They felt they deserved a bigger cut or something? No, like, they were contracted for a bigger cut. And Victory was like... I don't know if Victory... I don't want to spread rumors. Um, so I don't know what the whole deal was, but apparently they weren't getting what they were supposed to be getting off of oh. their royalties and merchandise. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. And so they're mad about that. And so a data member had asked all Hot Topics to pull all of their merchandise out of the stores, which some of them did and some of them didn't. And... Then they said, okay, well, we're releasing our album on our own. And Victory said, no, you're not. You still owe us two albums. You have a contract for five albums. I would just release crap albums. No, so <laughs> so what happened is they went to court October 2nd, so six days before they were releasing this thing. And that was just to settle part of the case to say, hey, we want to release our, self, our, our solo or the album ourselves without victory. And the court said, yes, you can do that because you still owe them. You might still owe them two albums, but it doesn't say in your contract that it has to be two, like all five albums in a row is what I I think happened there. But, Oh, okay. But a day to remember is they're going to be returning to court with victory to dispute and say we already did put out five albums because we put out two live albums on your label and so they're going to try and get out of it which 
I, technically, if if the contract isn't specifically worded to include to say studio albums, then they I mean they did release five albums on Victory. Yep. And I mean, well, it'll be I, interesting to see how that plays out. It's it kind of seems like sort of like a bickering match when you when you hear it, but they, well, they, a, a studio shouldn't cheat their their yeah, artists, getting, you know. And also, Victory has a history of having trouble with artists for various reasons like this. That's uh, Silverstein left Victory, uh, Hawthorne Heights left Victory, They're big name bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be some of their biggest clientele. Yeah, they sued and left victory. And I didn't guess, a Treyu as well? Uh yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what happened with Treyu, but I think they, they were on victory. A Treyu. I think a Treyu did complete their like these other bands didn't even complete their commitment as far as I know. Uh for various reasons, stuff like this. I wonder what kind of repercussions there are for that. I mean, besides what we're seeing with Yeah. You know, this and, is a different story though, with, yeah. with a data remember. So I mean, it's interesting that that's playing out. It, but it, it is, that's really a sucky thing to do to your artist. No kidding. To, I mean, just, you're making money. <laughs> the whole idea is is to want to keep them there, is yeah. to try to convince them to stay. I mean, how are you not making enough money on a day to remember a huge band? Yeah. That you have to steal money from them? I don't know. That's messed this up. Is, this is all like, this is all alleged. And so I'm not providing you. It's what's visible about it, disclaim, though. Disclaim, this is not necessarily fact. This is what's... We been. don't deal in gospel truths here at Soundwave. No. So don't don't try to sue me for saying so. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying this is... A Data Remembers coming after you next. They're well, on a litigation I'm on, fest. I'm on their side. I'm, I just don't want Victory to sue me. <laughs> <laughs> Victory is on a litigation fest. I don't know. But I guess, I guess Victory thinks it's all about they just want to go to a bigger label, which is like, um, no... It doesn't really they, sound like they want to go to a label. It's because they just released an album by themselves without a label. It's not about getting to a bigger label. Like they just want their money. They they want what they've earned. Yeah. So that's the whole thing with that. Um, and yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. So you can't. I mean, you can't get it anywhere except for through their website. Well, so you should go and get this album through their website. I'm guessing it's probably a data remember dot com or something. Uh, it's. I think it's ADTR. And and oh ADTR yeah okay and what's the album called one more time uh it's, I keep forgetting <laughs> common courtesy common courtesy I, I keep I keep wanting to say come closer and I know that's not right <laughs> I keep wanting to say council cowboys <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 well that is Blind Ninja I, I keep, Studios I keep looking at the album uh, cover and it's CC it's two big C's okay so I'm just like council cowboys is in my brain it, that's it just fits. What, well, you know, uh, we, we haven't left ourselves a whole lot of time to talk about it, but pff, who cares? We're back. Um, just real quickly, we have a, a discussion topic this week, and um, it's, it's just real simply, what bands have grown on you over time, where maybe you started out disliking them, but you're at a point now where, you know, either either whether it was like really quickly or over time, you've just heard them and it's kind of beat you into submission, mm-hmm. where now you find yourself enjoying them. Uh, Rick, this was actually your idea. Yeah. Is there a band that springs to your mind? Um, the band that actually comes to my mind is The Day to Remember. Um, wow. I theme. Didn't, I didn't like them in 2009. Uh, that's when I graduated high school. And I think I finally figured out why I didn't like them. It's because 2009 was when they released Homesick. 
And Homesick came out, and every single high school party I went to was a night of Homesick. Yeah. That's just all it was, because everyone was so stoked on it, and I didn't know who they were before that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? That's that Mountain Dew. (laughs) So, yeah, Homesick came out, and I was just constantly hearing it. And I I don't know, it, it kind of annoyed me, and I heard it too much, and then... I heard about uh, what separates me from you, and I went back to that and listened to it. And then I was really, I really got stoked on them. And now they're definitely one of my favorite bands right now. So, and deservedly so. Yeah, they're. I mean, very good. <clears throat> that was really smooth the way that I came back in, where I was like, <laughs> I was dying until I hit the button, and then I was fine. And then I coughed again. I ruined it. I ruined the illusion. <clears throat> Wow, so you're, it's like a centri- it's like a, a day to remember centric podcast. Yeah, I like it. <coughs> I'm just dying. No big deal. <laughs> you gotta call next me. next week, I won't be on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yes, I will because we're recording a couple episodes in a row. Ha! Oh, you're gonna have a corpse recording a podcast. Nice. Um, I only really had one band that immediately came to mind, and it's a big one for me because I love their stuff, and that's Muse. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that right into the in the microphone on purpose. I want to see if Casey actually does any editing. Um, <laughs> he doesn't even fucking listen to it. <laughs> I'll bet money he doesn't. Um, I love you, Casey. Um, People are gonna say stuff to him. He's gonna be like, "I have no fucking idea." <laughs> they did what? <laughs> What'd they say I do? <laughs> Casey blows panda bears for money. Oh, and and we are not going to be back on Soundwave ever again. <laughs> well, we're recording a bunch of episodes in a row, so he won't have much of a choice. Yeah. You think he's re- going to record this podcast on his own volition? No. no. Self-professed, he's musically retarded. <laughs> Which is weird, because he was in band. I guess maybe that's two different things, though. Music and being in band. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, my, my band that grew on me a lot was Muse. Because I think the first album I heard of theirs was uh, Origins of Symmetry. Um, let me see if I can. Why don't you play something off that? Yeah, I'm going to pull something up. Originally, let me see, Muse, Origins, that's not how you spell it. I'm not going to bother. Um, originally, like, the first couple songs I heard by them, I wasn't impressed because, it, it, like, his falsetto is kind of crazy. Yeah. And, um, he's got, he's got a, see, that, that pop is doing things to me here. Um, his falsetto is crazy. And his vibrato is crazy. And when you put those two together and you're not expecting it, it's not all that enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Again, with the burping. Where I sit in a very weird place with Muse. Because <clears throat> a lot of people, it's either you like or you hate them. Kind of a polarizing band, but I'm here we go. Middle. This is Plug In Baby. Okay, so that was kind of my first taste of them. Yeah. Um, which, that's still not a song I care for greatly, but it wasn't long later where I was introduced to a, a newer album of theirs, which was uh, Absolution. Ah, Absolution? Yeah, sure. Uh, I, don't, I have no idea. Yes, Absolution. That was the album that I was re- introduced to that changed my opinion 
But then like I went back to Origins of Symmetry later and I enjoyed it more. Yeah. And that's actually the album like this song uh it's called Bliss came off of. So here's another album from the same song. The or, or, yeah. <laughs> What happened to me? They put a bunch of albums another in one song. song. Another song from the same album uh as Plug and Baby. This song is called Bliss. I just like the feel of that song way better. Yeah, I see. I, I sit in the middle on Muse. I've, there's not a lot of middle ground with them, but I found it, and I sit on it. One more, feeling good. It's a cover, but it's a cover I really like. Yeah, I've, I've actually heard this cover. I uh, I read an interesting tidbit about that their cover of of feeling good. I'm not gonna play any more of it. You can find it. It's it's a good song, um, but. <clears throat> an interesting tidbit about that apparently Nescafe used that song without permission by Muse they yeah. used their cover of that song oh. and uh, Muse sued them and uh, donated the money earned from it to a charity of some sort, I can't remember the charity it was, it was some outreach program the money that they won from suing Nescafe they donated to this other uh, organization Okay. And the reason being that their bassist, I always get their bassist and their drummer's names mixed up. I think it's Chris Walstenholm. Okay. I think he's their bassist. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. But uh, his wife had recently given birth, so he had a new baby. And uh, he was really kind of like, he was sick on uh, Nestle because they were pushing like a powdered formula for new mothers. And it was like really unnatural and it wasn't all that healthy, apparently. Yeah. So he was kind of mad at them. <laughs> so he's okay. like, this kind of came at the same time. So he's like, no, screw you guys. <laughs> we're suing you and we're donating the money to a different cause. That, well, take that, Jack. That's that's kind of cool that they downloaded or donated. <laughs> they downloaded their money. <laughs> they, they donated all the money they won. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a new <clears> thing. <throat> oh, I'm dying here. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. I think it's about that time here. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. So what you heard coming in wasn't one of our like our typical pick a new album or yeah. pick a new song intros. I actually wrote that intro myself. Yeah, we have intro and outro mm. music now. And we have an outro. And I even have a bit for over the outro because I got so sick of not being good at like doing the like the uh, roundabout advertising. So it's uh it's it's well past time we actually had a steady intro outro, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I think it's yeah. about time. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, I forgot what I was going to do, though. There was something else I wanted to lead off with, but I can't remember. So I'm just going to burp and call it. All right. Didn't see that. Co- <laughs> That's not our outro. That's still feeling good. Not that I'm not. I just I didn't anticipate hearing that still first time we're gonna play the outro and you fuck it up well if i'm gonna if 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 i am gonna blow it it might as well be right out the gate people are gonna hear that muse song now and be like hey that's the outro i blew that like casey blows penguins and polar bears now too and polar bears yeah 
I don't know why my, why my mind went to penguins. It you starts said, with a P. You said koalas before. Did I? I thought I said pandas. Oh, pandas, yeah. Never mind. I'm pretty sure it still started with a P. All fucking bears. <laughs> well, you know Casey. <laughs> All right, anyway. Well, that about does it for us, this episode of Soundwave. We'd like to thank you for tuning in. Listen to us talk about people blowing panda bears. If you have any feedback on this episode or any other episode, you can send it to feedback at blindninjastudios.com. You can find us and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindninjastudios. Uh, you can head over to the blog at blog.blindninjastudios.com. You can find us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. We'd love to hear from you. There's going to be a brand new episode of Console Cowboys out on Friday. A brand new episode of Department of Defense on Saturday. Uh, Tabletop Theater comes out next week, and we'll be here again for you next Thursday with a fresh hot episode of... Uh, uh, what is the show again, Soundwave? Yeah.